The Crow Show on Triple M with Sauce. Sauce, a left foot snap, and he gets his second goal. And Tomo. I've never played the game, okay, so you can clip me to bugger it. Ah, good morning to you, South Australia. Great to have your company on this lovely Sunday morning, 104.7. Triple M, this is the Crows radio show with Sauce and Tomo. 208 AFL games to his name now, just dominating the media. Sam Jacobs, hello, mate. Hello, Tomo. How are you, mate? Oh, good as gold. Good as gold. Now, little treat. Yes. Li- little surprise for the Crows family uh, out there at the moment because the big fella's just, oh, he's, he's strutted on in, hasn't he? <laughs> We've been looking forward to this, but yeah. um, obviously he's been busy the last few weeks dominating on field, so it's, yep. uh, it's great to have him inside the studio. Adelaide's leading goal kicker, Taylor Walker. Hello, mate. G'day, Tomo. G'day, Sauce. How are you both going? Yeah, oh, mate, well. we're fired up. Ready to rock and roll for the next hour, mate. You, you going all right? Oh, I'm beautiful, mate. Oh, going perfect. really well. Everything's uh, healthy in my life, so uh, it's good to be on. Tom, it said at the start, yes. you don't, you didn't play football, but you'd play locally, don't yeah, you? Yeah, locally, yeah, I mean at the top level, you know, and, and, and injuries held me back. Could have been there. Probably could have played last night. No, we won't get into that. What <laughs> sort of player are you? Oh, in and at it. In and at it? Oh, Centerman. Like, yeah. like, describe to the listeners, like who in the AFL? Uh, oh, it's probably a mix of Crawford. Uh, no, 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 seriously, <laughs> just that. Just you someone, a Hawks man? No, 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 I'm, no, I'm not. I'm a big cry boy. Oh. I, a bit of Tom Rockliffe about me in terms of can't kick far uh, <laughs> and will blow out immediately. So, <laughs> oh. which no, no, he's oh mate, yeah, he's been walking into swarms of bees. I yeah, think. we like to have a little Rocky. dig at Rocky. Oh, Rocky, oh yeah. my god, I think it was it was said in the off season that Lockie Gallant put on what was it, twelve or fifteen kilos yeah. of muscle. Well, Rocky's done it. In fact. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we've got a big show, boys. Mitch yeah. Hinge is going to join us very, very shortly. So Hinge-y. I'm looking forward to yep. that, uh, Saucy. Yep, yeah, absolutely. He's uh, obviously played against his former team last night, which, yes. is, which was great. Um, Benny Hudson, who's... Um, I'm looking forward to chatting to him because he, he just absolutely gave it to me when I played against him back Did in the he? day. So I'll look forward to asking him about is that. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. The Grog Monster. Oh, and we were talking about it off air as well, Tex. Four clubs that he played for, which is incredible. Yeah, I'm going to ask him about that, mm. whether it was hard to move from club to club or whether it was... Was an easy decision for him. Yeah, okay, I like that. We've got a brand new segment as well. We do. We uh, mm. when we got the big fan in the house, yep. we like to have a little bit of fun with him. Yeah, Mister Texit. It's Mr. called Texan. Yeah, it's sort, yeah. Of a, it's sort of a play on words yeah. with fix and Tex and Mister Texit. So a lot of people have sent some emails through Texan, and oh, they've wow, got hey. some problems. I've got some situations that need dealing with. Okay, well, let's solve them. Boys, it's time to welcome the up, up and comer Mitch Hinge to the show. The boy from Mandala in the southeast. Mitch, you got us. Yes, gotcha. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for being on board, mate. How you going? You going all right? No, nah, going very well. Thank uh, you. Very excited for this weekend. Uh, nice, mate. Like it. Uh, uh, Mitchie, just a quick one. You've uh, obviously been up drafted into uh, Brisbane and you've come back here to South Australia. Just the, the changes between the two football clubs. Um, I guess the, the biggest change is um, obviously being in that little footy bubble, the, the fishbowl, they call it. Um, but it's something that I've really, really enjoyed. I'm, I'm a bit of a footy head myself, so it's nice to, um, you know, just be part of it. And, um, and I'm playing, obviously, a bit of senior footy as well. So that's always a positive. Um, now, you're obviously starting to get a bit of continuity in your game, which is good. Um, just want to take you back to the first game last year when you dislocated your shoulder. Um, I guess, you know, it wasn't ideal getting injured round one, but, you know, what that did was it, it got a, a large round of respect from the boys. Um is it only, I guess, good now to, to start putting that into place and actually, you know, get a bit of continuity in your game? Yeah, I think so. I mean, um, 
I tried to spin it. I guess everyone everyone kind of spins it in their own way. But I tried to gain a few things that um, I probably wasn't um, that weren't up to level. So I just really tried to build my fitness and strength in the gym, and I think I've done that. So um, I'm probably a little bit um, on the end of I haven't I haven't had things click yet. I've just um, you know, I've showed aspects of what I can do, but I really want to. You know, put four quarters together and have a really strong performance. Now, Hinge, it's been a bit timely uh, in the locker room that you've had had to start showing a little bit, bit of maturity. Can you tell the Crows listeners out there um, whether you're off the market or oh, no. what's going on? Oh, are, are you on. all we're loved like up now? Oh, or? Come on, come, come on. Oh, take it now. We're all loved up. I've got an um, absolute ripper. <laughs> Um, no, she's a legend, so it's all locked up. The, the saying, batting outside your crease, oh, no. you know, oh. Hingey, he's, he's up the up, non-strikers end. Oh, what? I'm telling you, Tom. Holding hands with the umpire. Yeah, <laughs> holding hands with the umpire. And oh, no. Amy is a beautiful girl and just way too good oh. for Mitchie Hinge. <laughs> how, 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 how does that go at home, Keezy? Because, uh, Keezy, Hingey, because last time we spoke to Keezy, mm. um, you two were living together. Now, if uh, you've got a little plus one aside you, how mm. does that a little bromance go now? Um, no, it's okay because Keezy's pro- quite particular, as you can probably imagine. We've so heard. He's off there doing his own thing, and, um, and I can kind of do my own thing, so it works quite well. Now, Mitch, what's the story with the housework? This always intrigues me here. you got two blokes uh, in the AFL system. Who pulls their weight mostly uh, domestically? Well, Keezy's actually just bought a new house, so well done to him. It's, um, it's actually quite a nice place in, in prospects, so... Um, He's, he's pretty keen to keep it pretty neat and tidy. I, I probably handle the outside jobs a little bit more. And, yes. um, and, it's, um, and then the inside jobs, is all him. So, What uh, outside jobs would you be doing? <laughs> I've got the gardening. I've got the lawn to do. <laughs> <laughs> and what kind of lawn are we running with, please? Uh, a bit of rye, I think it is. Oh. Um, That's yeah, a piece of nice. bread, mate. That's what you put your <laughs> eggs on when you have brekkie in the morning. Don't worry. Don't start trying to make out you know what type of grass it is. <laughs> no, a bit of rye grass is good. And finally, Hingy, um, now the uh, the brotherly uh, competition, uh, your brother John played one game for the Crows. Um, you've, you've got him now. Is there a bit of bragging rights there? Um, there is bragging rights, but um, I'm yet to, yet to claim. I think when I start performing um, a little bit more consistently, I'll be, able to, uh, I'll be able to rub his nose in it. But I've still got, um, I've got him on height. I've got him on games. I've probably got him on looks as well. Oh, so. wow. <laughs> oh, that's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I've got a few areas to, uh, to, to brag about anyway. So. Nah, like it, Hingy. Thank you so much for joining us on this Sunday morning, mate. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks, boys. On the Crow Show with Sauce and Tomo. He has got a Crow. 500 for the Texan. It's Mr. Texas. Oh, here we go, Saucy. I'm fired up for this. A lot of the Crow's family have sent some emails through. Some situations, some problems in their life, and they need some, uh, well, they need them sorted by our man, Mr. Texan. Yeah, now, to give you a bit of a background, we got uh, Tex, who's obviously very experienced in life. He's oh, yeah. uh, growing up in yep. Broken Hill, yes. moved to Adelaide to the big, big smoke. Perfect. Kicked 500 goals, leader of the club, yep. he's done it all. So, um, we're going to have a bit of fun here with you, Tex. So we're going to put a few right things on. to you. So as, as Tomo mentioned, we just want to get a, a bit of your thought and a bit of advice. So there'll be a few funny ones and a few serious ones as well. Oof. So um, let's start off, mate. Now, I know you're a, a proud owner of two beautiful dogs. Yes, um, Buddy and Boston, both Labradors. Both Labradors. So we had uh, one Crows fan uh, send an email in. Our dog sleeps in between my partner and I in the bed. 
I can't break it to my partner that I want the dog off the bed. Ooh. What do I do about Ooh, it? Here we go. This is interesting. What do you do about it? So is, that, is it the female trying to break it to her husband? So the, the, the male trying to break it to the female mm. because the female wants the dog well, you've got on the bed. Give her the ultimatum. He either gets out of the bed or the dog does. <laughs> oh, okay. So you go to the spare room and sleep there until the dog does. I, wow. Our dogs just don't sleep inside. Don't they? Unless, yep. unless there's like thunder and lightning. Yep. So um, yeah, no, keep going, Texan. They'll come inside, but ninety-eight percent of the time, they're outside. So we've got Lenny, golden retriever, sleeps mm-hmm. on the bed as well. If I said that to my, well, oh yeah, if I said to that my, to my beautiful partner, she would kick me out immediately. The dog's in front of me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, how do you sleep? Does it not interrupt your sleep? Mate, I used to hate it, but in the end, it's actually a nice little feet warmer now, Tex. They're dead. It's, they're, it's seriously. Really? They're oh, dead yeah. weights in bed. Oh. Dogs. Perfect. It'd be 40 kilos as well, the big fella. Like Is it a bloke? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Coming it. in between you. Lenny. Nah. No? no? What happens if you just need to get a little bit uh, mischievous? Well, you got an audience. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> It's been on Ticket Tech, got a ticket to the show. <laughs> All now, right. I, I get, hurry up and get change that no, habit. Not right. for you. Yep, Tomo, next now, one. Now, Cameron sent this in. And Cameron. the email, what's the email there, Saucy? You so got it? Crows Radio Show at afc.com.au. Oh, simple. So if you've got any uh, problems, make sure you send them through. Cameron sent this through. On, now, Cam. borrowed a mate's lawnmower. Mm-hmm. I've accidentally put four stroke instead of two stroke in there. I've oh. used it and given it back. Do I tell him? Well, if he's used it, it's. And it still works. Just hand it back and <laughs> play dumb. You wouldn't say that. <laughs> okay, that was simple. Next one, Saucy. Next one. This one's a bit more of a of grooming one. So this is from Tyson, mate. What tips do you have to maintain a good moustache? Oh, that's nice. Well, I like to keep it off my top lip. I hate oh. it coming past my top lip. Yeah. And this every now and again, you just get the thickness out of it. So then it. It um, generates growth. Yeah, right. Oh, there we go. Okay. There you go. I like this. Shannon. It's, like, it's like a hedge. Yeah. If you if you're a green thumb, you yeah. knock the top off it. Yep. Generates growth. A little pittosporum or something like that, saucy. Yeah, I know. Um, Shannon sent this one through. Now we are new parents. My husband doesn't assist a lot through the night. What do you consider to be a fair amount of help? Well, this is a discussion um, that you need to have with with your husband. Yeah. But uh, I didn't. I, I didn't get up too much throughout the night with um, with Ellie. Yep. Because, well, I say we. I decided that <laughs> you don't want to have two grumpy parents that don't have sleep because then right. you fight and bicker. And yeah. So if you have one person mm. that's um, down on sleep, yep. which hopefully it's their wife, <laughs> mm. then you can be the balance. And yeah. obviously, you're a professional athlete, so that uh, that gets priority. What? Yeah, I did throw that in. But in saying that, you. There's going to be a time where you've got to play your role, so yes. just get up there and do it and don't say anything about it when you have to do it. I like this. Right, our last one to finish this off, Saucy. What do you got? Right, our last one. And finally, texting the last one. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, this is from uh, Stewie. Stewie. I'm meeting the parent-in-laws for the first time. What tips do you have there? Oh, here we go. Well, be yourself. Oh, yeah. Be yourself. Look them in the eye when you shake their hand. Yeah. Don't, don't try and go in for the kiss with the mother-in-law, hmm. shake hands, look yep. them in the eye. And, Do you say don't go in for the kiss? No. Nah, it's always know, it's a hard one, stage. this one, isn't it? No, always a hard one. Is it a hug, though, Texan? Because I'm nah. I'm a hugger. Not at that, nah, because I don't, I don't know them yet. Yeah, yeah, right. So the first time you meet someone, I always shake the hand. I'll put my hand out 
you be the aggressor and put the hand out. So what if? So, then what, so this is so this is one of my worst nightmares. If she comes for the hug and I've gone the hand, <laughs> that's, no. that's that's tight talks. Well, then you might have to just rip the arm around and hug her. But if you if you're the initiator, yeah. then she's got to go along with the flow. If you wait for it to happen, yep. then you and bring a bottle awkward. of plonk or something like that. Always take something. Yeah, my, <laughs> I've my, learned a lot. Ellie's um Ellie's sister, she's got a boyfriend. Yep, and he's renowned for rocking up with n- with nothing in oh, hands. What? <laughs> nothing. This? And I hope he's listening because it's good <laughs> feedback for him. Now, one quick story while we're on this. Yeah. Um, do you just want to tell the Dean Bailey story? Which one's that? R.I.P. to the great man Dean Bailey when he uh, rocked up to yours and Bernie's house and he bought a, a little packet of something. Oh, sour and cream lollies. <laughs> That's all he bought. He's a, he was a great man, Dean Bailey. Oh, was. That's another segment in itself. Yeah, oh. there's no doubt about that. Now, what's that email again, Saucy? But just so, in case we do this again. Crows Radio Show at afc.com.au. Time to get into the Texas top three moments at Adelaide Oval here, Saucy. Yeah, so on the back of last week, we, we mentioned it's our 100th game last night, which yep. we um, obviously playing against Brisbane. So it was a, uh, a very very good milestone at yeah. Adelaide Oval. There's been a lot of great memories. Um, and, and I guess the... The bloke in the studios had a, a big say in a lot of those. So yeah. Tex has kicked 185 goals. Tex, you've kicked at Adelaide Oval. Wow. There's been some, some very big Don't ones, act like so. you didn't know that. No, no, no. I didn't know. You, gave us, no, you we, gave us that stat. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank, thanks for bringing that in for us anyway. <laughs> no worries. You told me to do some homework. I told you. <laughs> so uh, I'll let you pick it up, mate. But um, we're going to do your top three. So yep. um, like I said, there's been some great moments, um, team-wise and individual-wise. So let's uh, let's start with our, our top three one. He hit the ball. Walker. Yeah, that was a special one. That was my uh, first game as skipper. Not yep. so much because I hit the scoreboard like I did, but um, for me that was very personal because uh, Phil Walsh put the um, faith in me and the the strength in me to become the skipper of the footy club. And that was my first game as skipper. And as you heard there, it was a little bit of a biff. Old Scotty Thompson. You related to him? Yeah, no, 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 no. Good, I can tell you off on him. Yeah, go for well, it. Thomas, Thomas scra- and Thompson probably isn't related. But. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, he just, he was scragging me and he just needed to know who was the boss. Just, yeah, just with so that text, that, that game, Walshy, I remember Walshy built that up <clears throat> like it was our grand final. Um, he just instated you as captain. How much responsibility did you feel that day to go out there and play well and, and stand up for the boys? Not, I didn't really feel too much responsibility because – I, I was a big believer on what I did to get to that yep. point. I just had to continue to do that. I didn't want to be anyone else or do anything, anything special. But it was, it was just a little bit of pride for myself that, you know, I've done a lot of hard work to get to that point and I just didn't want to let Walshie down. That was probably my biggest yeah. thing. So, um, yeah, that was a real special um, milestone for myself and Adelaide Oval. And Tex just wanted us to to let all the listeners. I was actually six goals. He ended up with not five. Oh, was, was on the yeah. audio. That so. was just the fifth. <clears throat> he did. Mm. He did kick one more after that. So I like Correct. that. Let's uh, let's delve into number two. It's been nineteen long years, but Adelaide, Adelaide are in the grand final. Yeah, some people would probably look at that and think, "Oh, geez, you didn't even win it," mm. but. But in saying that, outside of the grand final being the most challenging game, 
to get into the grand final and it, and it sinking in, Jesus Christ, we're, we're going to a grand final next week. Obviously, we didn't get the ultimate success, Tomo, but um, that game was outstanding. Mm. The the atmosphere was the best I've ever heard it at Adelaide Oval. And when that final siren went, mm. you couldn't hear yourself think. So the biggest one for me, and I spoke to Saucy about that, was uh, the collision between Rory Sloan and Patrick Dangerfield in that game. Where Jeez, it was, we love that. It just went... Boom. It was two balls yeah. going at it. Unfortunately, Danger was on the wrong end of it and just Sloaney just popped back up and, uh, yeah, that's an incredible moment. Yeah, that was that's one that we uh, do often have a laugh about when we have a beer. But, um, yeah, it, it was just a great win. And Geelong were a pretty good side that year as well, so to be able to knock them off, I think we won by about... Yeah, belted them. 40-odd yeah. points, 40, 50 points. Charlie so. Cameron 61. Kicked five in my, uh, well, my memory. He was correct. unreal. He did. Yeah, I want to ask you about that forward line because... That was a really, really damaging forward line, and obviously we had a lot of success through that period. Yep. Um, is that is that the pinnacle of your, I guess, your time playing was was playing alongside those guys? You know, Eddie Betts, Josh Jenkins, Charlie Cameron, yeah. Tom Lynch, Mitch mm. McGovern. Like, it was a star-studded forward line. Well, you you look at the the notes. So there was myself, JJ, Garvin, Lynchy. We were probably the four tools, and then we had Charlie, Eddie, and Riley Knight, yep. who were playing the three smalls. So. Oh, like, imagine going yeah. as a small defender. Oh, right. who am I got? Charlie yeah. and Eddie. Mm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> mm. I'm going to try and defend Riley Knight, who's just – he'd blow the GPS up. Lynch, yep. he would blow the GPS up. Yeah. And then Gov could mark the ball. He'd tackle you. Like, JJ, he'd be at the back. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Nah, he, he, but, um, he was very strong. So it was a great fall on yep. the plane, and we, um, we knew the system, and we just played very well together. Now we'll delve into uh, the number one moment of Texas Adelaide Oval, Tomo. Phil Walsh's team are going to win. It's the closest showdown ever. Showdown 39. In the closest match in the history of the two clubs, Adelaide win by three points. Yeah, this was a special one as well, Saucy. You played in yeah. this one. Um, obviously, it was a massive couple of weeks leading up to this with losing out. Senior coach, and once again, it was probably a little bit more personal being um, being at Phil Walsh. Um, and then, obviously, it was a really, really close game with our arch rolls down the road, Port Adelaide. So, yeah, showdowns are the closest things you can play in to finals. So, um, put all that into the basket. That's my number one. With <clears throat> with that game, it was you know it was it was a massive year um it'd been sort of three weeks before that we'd obviously played against west coast previously and unfortunately we got we got belted pretty well we probably weren't quite ready to play and then we we're coming back to to adelaide oval and we was a massive opportunity to get our season back on track how not only that moment there at adelaide oval but how how important was that year for you because we were able to go on play finals win a final in melbourne mm. um which you know to come back and be able to do that was was unreal as a group yeah it's you find out about people when it's pretty challenging and we had that um, in spades as a footy club. So um, I remember Campo coming in yep. and doing an amazing job. Like, phew, he was outstanding when he came in as caretaker when while she passed. And um, so for us to be able to go over and play in a final and beat the Bulldogs, Unreal. obviously we had to yeah. fly back the week after to play Hawthorne and they blitzed us quite easily. But uh, I think everyone was quite gassed from yep. what they had to do the last 10 to 15 weeks beforehand. But, um, yeah, that's my number one, Tomo. Nah, I like that, guys. That is fantastic. And make sure you download that listener app as well. If you missed that chat, it is uh, – yeah, that was brilliant. 
Our next guest played for the Crows for four seasons. Ben Hudson, his name, 168 games to his name. Now the ruck and the midfield coach at the Brisbane Lions. Benny, you got us. There you go, boys. Uh, thanks for having me. Nah, you're a good man, mate. Thanks so much for jumping on the Crows radio show. Firstly, uh, drafted to the to the Crows first, uh, mate. One of four clubs that you played for. How'd you find your time in Adelaide? Nah, very grateful. Uh, I think they plucked me out of the heart at about pick 58 as a uh, mature age. So I've got to thank James Fantasia for that. And uh, yeah, nah, I thoroughly enjoyed my time in, in Adelaide for the four years I was there. Now, Hutter, you grew up playing basketball in Queensland um, before taking footy a bit more seriously at Mount Gravatt. Did you, did you think your chance had passed you by or was it something that wasn't on the radar when you got sort of drafted or, or was, was you starting to sort of launch into your footy a bit more, um, you know, through 22, 23 years old? Uh, yeah, I wasn't. It certainly wasn't high on my radar. I went to, to uni and uh, stumbled into footy again because it was right next to where I was living on campus. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, from there, went to Mount Gravatt under Danny Craven, uh, finished my physio degree, and, uh, originally from Werribee, and my grandmother's house is just over the road from the Werribee Footy Club, and I sort of got a job down there as a physio, and then, yeah, got an opportunity at the VFL level, probably just wanted to see how far I could go, yeah. I think the original plan was just to tour Australia through the state league, <laughs> and then, yeah, no, nah, got a little bit more serious in there, but yeah, uh, I think I got lucky because I'm a bit taller than everyone else. In your 168 games, you actually played in a lot of big games. I think you know pretty much every club you played at had success. Um, obviously, you're a, you're an imposing figure on the on the ground. Um, you, you did whatever was needed for the team. Is that something you really prided yourself on over your career? That you, you know every team you're involved in was successful. Oh, I think so. I think you just you play your role. Uh, my role, probably as I got a bit older and a bit more mature, I realised uh, I could use a, a bit of uh, physical size and uh, I probably. I wasn't as skillful as those blokes who've gone on the panel with source and text, but yeah, no, I think, and I, mate, I was lucky enough to play with some greats at all the four clubs, so I think I just uh, I jumped on and uh, enjoyed the ride, got on the coattails of a few players and uh, enjoyed a bit of success. Was sledging part of playing your role, Hutto? Because I remember <laughs> playing against you sometimes. Jeez, you scared the shit out of me. Nah, well, I learned that if you've ever sat down at the Hudson dinner table, uh, I'm actually the smallest of uh, the siblings, so Jesus. she's a fairly, uh, my younger brother, and my mother's about six foot three, so yeah, no, it's, uh, I learned it well from uh, my family and also all my mates, but yeah, it was a bit of fun, uh, I used to try and drag everyone down to my level, I suppose, with the fledging. So, I, I, I certainly copped the brunt of that at times, <laughs> Texan as well. How many siblings did you have, like, run a, how much would the food bill nah, will have been I mean, if you were the I've smallest? Got, I've only... Oh, I've only got one, and my bro- so I'm what am I six six? My brother's about six nine. Yeah, he's, uh, he's probably at this this day and age probably twenty kilos heavier than I am. So yeah, no, I I, I fought for scraps at my house, but yeah. Now, now one nickname that we've um, dug from the archives is, is the Grog Monster. We know you loved to used to have a have a beer. Um, who who was your favourite player at the Crows to have a beer with? Uh, I'll probably dog the block in that uh, somehow it was probably Biggles or, or Bocky that somehow uh, oh, yeah. gave me that nickname. But uh, as I said, I, I come from the university background where football was just a, a bit of a social aspect. And I think that as you know, what all football clubs do, they like to exaggerate some sort of names. But I think it came, I think it was more along the lines of the cookie monster. <laughs> or the, monster uh, the old food that just deteriorated from there. But yeah, thanks for the... the uh, uh, like who uh, put me under the bus there. That's <laughs> really. 
And uh, back to your cries, days here, Hutto. I'm, I'm reading that um, suspended for a week for breaking team curfew. What happened there, please? <laughs> uh, no comment. Uh, no, I think it was one of the very... Uh, uh, Adelaide were known for its various uh, licensed venues. Uh, and, uh, look, I'm not guilty, Your Honour. Uh, no, I, uh, unfortunately, it was quite immature at times. And, yeah, that, those were the rules. And, uh, yeah, I unfortunately might have broken them by 15 to 20 minutes or so. I'll oh, get this God. back on track, uh, Hutto. Um, <laughs> from, your, from your time at Adelaide, what did you enjoy most? What are some of your, your greatest memories from not only playing but also living in Adelaide? Well, I think the, I think the diversity of, of Adelaide, but the, how serious everyone uh, took their football. I was from Queensland, the Gold Coast, and, and my wife and I moved in over and, yeah, we, we were probably taken back by how serious. At times when you're winning, it's great. When you're losing, not so much fun. Uh, so off field, I, I think just uh, yeah, enjoying uh, getting to live in the city. On field, I, I sort of uh, like to tell everyone at my time at the Crows, I don't think I ever lost to Port Adelaide. Perfect. Yeah, that. So that was always good. good. Love that. And, uh, yeah, so I could yeah walk a little bit taller. Not that uh, yeah, it mattered much, but yeah, no, it was a great time. I got to experience AFL. Professional Thank so. you for segueing me into my next question, Hutto. Off field, I know you used to have a little bit of fun. Did you ever go to Chris Knight's VB in a Vans house when they lived together and uh, borrow their fountain and take photos of it with me, so oh. or something along those lines? Oh. oh, there was a bit of uh, touring in front with stealing a bird bath, bird bath, I think, at the time. Uh, but I think they got their revenge, although they did get caught on. CCT footage from my neighbours who uh, may have scared the living daylights out of them because they thought they were stealing their car. So <laughs> I think I won that battle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think love they, it. Were they, yeah, they were quite frightened. I think they were crying yeah. at one stage of Vicky Varney. Yeah. But uh, that was a bit of fun. We uh, used to borrow things from each other's houses back in the day. <laughs> uh, love it, Hatto. Oh, guilty as charged. Yeah. <laughs> You're a good man, Hatto. Thanks so much for joining us on the Crows Radio Show. And that's the Crows Radio Show done and dusted for another Sunday morning with Sauce and Tomo and special guests. Thanks so much for jumping on board this morning. Texas. Surely the ratings would have gone up today. Oh, yeah. Through the roof. Sure. Through yeah. the roof. Once, no, we, uh, once we plug this even more so. Oh, Thanks God. for having me, boys. It's always good to be on. Now, one, for, one more thing before we go, Tomo. We must plug the, uh, the social platform. So Please. get onto Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, oh. TikTok as you prefer. Yeah. For, TikTok. Uh, I'm a talker. Adelaide, uh, yeah. Adelaide yep. Football Club um, social media platforms. And also, we got the email now. So crowsradio at afc.com.au. Get on there. Get on board. Send Are you us on the emails. other end of that email? I am. It comes directly to me. Does it? Straight, well, yeah. box. Straight to me. Wow. So get on there. We love to hear from some fans. Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, yeah, like I said, we're out of here. But make sure you download that listener app as well and get the podcast. So listener, L-I-S-T-N. Uh, good to have you on board, Texan. Good to be in here, Tomo. And Saucy, I'll see you next week from now on. Another one done.